Hi, and welcome to the Tales from the Trail podcast by Matchplay, Mindset Monday edition. In these less than 10-minute episodes, Eric Manuel of Expert Mindset Coaching and I will address a different facet of mindset which apply to sport and life. To learn more about Eric's practice, visit his website at expertmindsetcoaching.com. Please take an extra minute to rate and review the podcast where you listen. This is a huge help. Share the podcast with whomever you think would be interested and will help in their process. Check us out on social media as well. The links can be found at matchplayrecruit.com and in the notes of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, we've all faced that, right? Where we're like, uh, I know I got to go do this, you know, three mile run today. And man, you can talk yourself out of doing it really, really easily a lot of times, right? And so, oh, yeah. like, so talk about, you know, some of the things, you know, intrinsically. Well, I guess before we get to that, define what intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation is. Um, and then we'll get to that question. Yeah. So intrinsic motivation is motivation that comes from within you. Mm-hmm. And extrinsic motivation is motivation that comes from outside of you. Right. So common extrinsic motivators are you know, winning the game being all state, getting a division one offer, uh, making a ton of money from your sport, getting fame and praise and recognition. All this stuff is extrinsic motivation and it feels really good. And, you know, we are motivated by these things, right? Mm -hmm. Your intrinsic motivation, like I said, it comes from within you and it's more of like your passion to just do the sport. You know, just like when you're a kid and you just go outside in the backyard, play football with your friends because you just love playing football, right? You're not getting the extrinsic motivation. You're not getting paid or famous from it. You're just doing it for the love of the game. And that can be really good for you because it's a renewable resource, right? You can constantly tap into that and get that fuel um, to keep you going. So in terms of motivation, it's really nice to have both of these sources. Right. A lot of athletes, they they naturally go towards the extrinsic motivators, especially with society and social media. And, you know, all this stuff just feeds into the extrinsic motivators even more. And that stuff is easy. Most all athletes have the extrinsic motivators. Those are there already. A lot of times I'm having to work with athletes to build their intrinsic motivation and Mm -hmm. to have that source that they can tap into all the time. Um because a lot of times with the extrinsic, you get it. And then once you have it, it's like, dang, now what? You know, like once you've achieved success, maybe your goal is to be a state champion wrestler and you do that by the time you're a junior. Well, then what? Like what's motivating you now when you're a senior? You know, right. is it the same thing? You've already got that stuff. All right. So having some internal um, sources of motivation can be really helpful. And, you know, it's the one thing I do with athletes a lot is take time to identify these motivators, you know, and they'll just write down all the things that motivate them in their life, extrinsically and intrinsically. And it's really important to have these identified so that when you are feeling like your motivation is low, you can push those buttons. And this is what great coaches do. They're able to read their team, create relationships with their team and identify what motivates each of their athletes individually and read their athletes and identify when certain athletes are low in motivation and they'll push those buttons, right? You can do that with yourself and you should do that with yourself. 
and create that self-motivation. This is something that, you know, Michael Jordan would do really, really well. He would fabricate scenarios. He would make stuff up in his reality to yep. give him extra motivation. This right. is an amazing skill and it's really helpful um, when your motivation is low. And like we said before, sometimes you don't even need to add it or sometimes you try to boost it and it doesn't work and you're still feeling low. Mm -hmm. And that's when you lean on the discipline and you say, right. who cares? I'm going to do it anyways. Right. You know? How long does it take to, you know, kind of build a habit, you know, from discipline, you know, so you, the way I kind of see it and correct me if I'm wrong, but like you have this motivation to achieve something or to get good at something. And then that kind of has to, you kind of have to organize those thoughts and create habits through discipline. Right. And so, you know, what are some of the strategies and, and how long does it take to make something a habit? And, you know, what does that look like from a, from a, I guess, a discipline standpoint? Um, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that made sense at all, but um, I'm not sure. Are so you, you mean like, how do you create, uh, like, how long does it take before something's a habit? Like, you know, if I get up on Monday morning and I say, you know, I'm going to go run three miles at 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the next day I'm like, no way. You know, it, the temperature's 20 degrees cooler and right. I'm not interested, you know. But like, if I talk myself into it, then I'm starting to form discipline and a habit, right? Right. So yeah. how many, how long does it typically take to create discipline from, you know, that pattern of creating that pattern of behavior, I guess, is, is what I'm getting at. Okay. Okay. So in terms of habit formation, the research is kind of like split on this. Sometimes it says 21 days, sometimes 28 days, but you know, about three to four weeks of time of consistent time, mm -hmm. right? That means every day. Mm -hmm. Um, to create that habit. Now, before that habit is fully built, you're going to need more discipline than after it's fully built. Right. Once it's in there and it's like, this is just what I do. It doesn't require as much of that, like going against the grain friction, pushing that you have to do at the beginning. Right. At the beginning, it's, it's unnatural, you know, right. like it, it's an uncomfortable feeling. You're not used to it. And it takes a lot of push, a lot of motivation from your end just to get you to do it. But once right. you've done it and you've established that consistency, then you've created in terms of your neural pathways, you've created a groove. Right. right. And once you have that groove, it's easier for you to slip into that groove again in the future. Right. OK, so it, it takes a bit of time. And at the beginning, you need to rely on your discipline. You can rely on you know, identifying your motivators and pushing those buttons, you know, it might be pulling up some of these motivational speakers on, on Instagram or on social media and listening to those in the morning, getting you feeling excited about the run. And then you go out to run. Right. I personally love David Goggins and I can't listen to him for more than 10 minutes without going for a run. You know, right. like there's something about him that just hits me in my core and, and he lights that fire. And when I listen to him, I've, I've got to go, you know? Yeah. So, it, if you identify your motivators, then you can push these buttons and that can help you to establish the habit. And once that habit is built, 
it becomes a little bit easier to do it again over time. You don't have to rely so much on that discipline. Uh, mm. It's just something that you do. Another really helpful thing with habit formation is what's called habit stacking. And this is when you stack a new habit on top of a pre-existing habit. So if you know you do something every single day, like, you know, you wake up, you use the bathroom, you brush your teeth, and then you want to do something else in the morning, just do it after those habits that you have already. Right. Because you know you're going to be there every single day. You already have the habit. All you're doing is stacking a new thing on top of it. Mm -hmm. And so you could use this in terms of creating like a morning routine or a nightly routine and kind of stack your habits that way. Right. That makes it a lot easier to do it. What what people try to do sometimes is they're like, I'm going to run every day, but they don't have a set time. They're not attaching it onto another habit. And they just say things like, I'll find a way to squeeze it in. Right. right? If that's what you're trying to do, you're never going to get it. You know, right. once I get home from work, I'll try to squeeze it in. It's not going to get squeezed in. You know right. what I mean? That's going to mm -hmm. get pushed to the next day and the next day and the next day. That's just how mm -hmm. we are. Right. So you got to make sure you have a time that you know you're going to be somewhere. You know you're going to have the time. And if you can stack it on top of another habit, it makes it really effective. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Mindset Monday. Let us know what aspect of mindset you'd be interested in learning more about. Don't forget to reach out to Eric Manuel if you want to discuss optimizing your mindset. Lastly, please take an extra minute to rate and review the podcast where you listen. Share the podcast with whomever you think would be interested and will help in their process. Check us out on social media as well. The links can be found at matchplayrecruit.com. See you on the trail.